Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show, and welcome to our guest segment, and you know us, we're the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time, and we got a really, really good show for you. We've got Dr. Ted Brower from Health Masters, and you know Health Masters is one of our uh, clients, and, and, and uh, who we advertise for, and you've heard me talk about it, uh, the joint protocol is named after me, I'm famous because I'm on the Health Masters website, but it's really cool because uh, I had torn meniscus, and I didn't have surgery. I had Ted Brower, and uh, I had a partially torn Achilles tendon. Same thing. And then ruptured disc in my back. Yeah, the body's aging, but you know what? I didn't need surgery any of those times. And tonight, after the State of the Union, I am going to, what am I going to? The gym. So healthmasters.com is the place to go. And you don't have to have an acute condition like I had three of them. You can just look for maintenance. And they got a friendly staff there that'll help you out. The number's on the screen, healthmasters.com. The coupon code to take 5% off is COMMON5. That's common, the number 5, at healthmasters.com. Also want to remind you, too, we've got those specials going on with the food. Uh, you know you need food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, and tools. We just talked to you about the medicine. Oh, it's not medicine, but what it is, it's natural supplements that will have to take the place of medicine because guess what? If we get locked down with the virus, you ain't going nowhere to get prescriptions filled. And prescriptions aren't coming. And a lot of prescriptions come out of uh, China. Yeah, you know how that's going to go. So this is why Health Masters is so important. But also we want to help you with the food. Okay, a lot of people, you put that off. FEMA and DHS say you need six months. Let's just get started with two and four week specials. 40% off, restaurant quality, 25 year shelf life preparewithdave.com. Those are two of the groups that keep the lights on here at the Common Sense Show on KYAH, on Global Star Radio Network, also on Red State Talk Radio, and all the affiliates. So uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. And I want to say hi to our friends on Megaphone, uh, which distributes to all our podcast entities, such as Spotify, iTunes. So we're getting a pretty good reach here, and uh, we have a really good segment for you here in our guest segment with Dr. Ted Brower. I've known Ted for a number of years. We're good friends. Anybody who keeps me off the operating table qualifies as my friend. Ted, welcome to the show. And gee, I wonder if we're going to have anything to talk about tonight. Oh, I wonder, Dave. I tell you, it's been a crazy two weeks, you know, with this this coronavirus, you know, coming out of China and, and wreaking havoc. In fact, I've got a friend of mine whose boots on the ground. His name is Mike. And he has lived in China, right next to the coronavirus outbreak yeah. area for the past almost 15 years. And he sent me an email and he said, basically goes, I am in Wuzi, China, or basically, in, you know, and this is at 12 noon in Florida. He said it at midnight there. He goes, yes, the pictures of the video, I said a video of the people being carried away in body bags. And he said, yes, the pictures of the video actually and accurately describe the situation welcome to my world it almost feels surreal with very little of anyone in on the streets no loud fireworks going off like 24 7 like normal during the biggest celebration of the year which only lasts for a full month no scooters no bikes no traffic no cars no buses no dump trucks no container trucks no police vehicle mm-hmm. even the absence of people walking around on the roads empty malls closed restaurants and theaters it's creepy I feel like Charlton Heston, Charlton Heston in the movie Omega Man. Wow. Now, this is my man who's there right now in China who has boots on the ground. And basically, then he sent me yesterday a picture of a double can respirator 
masks that he wants me to try to get for him if i can find one to send it to him all the way to china he's that scared he said when he goes out of his apartment now he has to take his clothes off at the door get in the shower scrub down he's wearing goggles and face masks everywhere he goes and he said the body count is really piling up dave and he said that the number of people that are dying is being vastly underestimated and under publicized and a lot of the people are going directly to crematoriums and not even being counted in the statistics of the dead people i mean this is what's going on right now in china as we speak and i'm afraid it's gonna be a little too little too late as far as what we did as far as closing the borders that should have been two to three that should have been done two to three weeks ago and we just need to pray that this isn't a uh, population genetic specific disease that they've developed in a laboratory there was some speculation that may have come out of one of the bio labs in canada other speculations that came from a harvard phd basically who's also we'll talk about him in just a moment who's also involved in nanotechnology and so it's interesting now let me explain something to everybody real quick and this is very very important i make this a comment say this a couple times to the show back in the early 1900s 1919 1919 1920 1921 we had the swine flu go through it happened right at the end of world war one and it continued for a few more years and it killed anywhere from 40 to 60 million people depending on who you listen to uh, it killed a lot of people a lot and what was interesting about it is that the people who didn't die of the swine flu 99 percent of the people who died of the swine flu died of pneumonia now let me explain to you how that happens in our bodies, we have something that's called a macrophage. It's part of the immune system, like a white blood cell. And it gets turned on when it sees specific viruses or chemicals or compounds in the body. And when it does this, it goes to that site to investigate what it is. And if it sees something it knows it's supposed to get rid of, it allows D3, D is in dog three, to attach to two sugar molecules underneath the bottom of the macrophage. And that turns on the D3 into like killer stalking mode. And then it goes in and attacks this thing, it turns on the macrophage with the killer stalking mode. And when the D3 attaches to it, it's like an on switch. Here's the problem. If it doesn't have sufficient D3 in the body, it can't switch on. So what it does, it panics, making this real simple. That's a lot more complicated than this. But the, the, micro, the macrophage panics, the immune system panics, and it shoots up like a flare gun. And the flare gun are called cytokines. And the cytokines are chemical messengers that go through the bloodstream very quickly, telling all the other macrophages to come there right now because I've got a chemical invader. And when that happens, the other macrophages get there. If they don't have sufficient D3, which they probably won't, if the man's deficient or the woman's deficient or the child's deficient, then it also sends up chemical messengers called cytokines, causing what's referred to in biochemistry as a cytokine storm. Right. The cytokine storm causes massive inflammation at the site where they are, and it also causes fluid retention in the lungs, causing pneumonia. And it's pneumonia that kills the person with the flu, including with this particular virus. It always is the pneumonia. It's a byproduct of a cytokine storm that kills people. This is the same thing that happens with a young child when they have their 18-month immunizations, and they go basically and start screaming, and they have basically – they arch their back, and they have brain swelling from the cytokine storm. And if you don't do something very, very quickly to stop this fever and this brain swelling, you can cause permanent neurological damage in the child. But it's so common with medical doctors and pediatricians, Dave, they tell you, oh, that's normal. Don't worry about it. Okay. Child screaming with his back arch hysterically for 24 hours because of a cytokine storm. See, this is what we don't understand as an American population is the cytokine storm is what is so deadly. Now, D3, vitamin C, and potassium iodine, I admit to get this, they stop this. Potassium iodine stored in the thyroid gland. 
And as blood goes through the thyroid gland, it's like it zaps these viruses that go through with iodine. Nothing to withstand iodine. Nothing. It kills everything that goes through the thyroid. Now, also, you have to have acetum as a principal component of the immune system and D3. But when you take D3, it needs to be a lamb's wool product made from lamb's wool from Lyland. And it also needs to have K2 with it. Our 10,000 IU D3 K2 is phenomenal because if without K2, large amounts of D3 can cause calcification of the arteries. Now, we were backordered on this last week on these products. We've gotten them back in again. They're, they're back in stock. And so if you need to get them, you need to get them before we run out because what's going to happen is the suppliers around the country are going to run out of C and iodine and also D3K2. We're going to run out. I'm letting you guys know that in advance. If you go to healthfasters.com, use the coupon code COMMON5, and also you can basically get a 5% discount on all of these products. But be patient with us because we're filling the orders as quickly as we possibly can. But guys, this is a major problem, and we have to understand that the government is massively downplaying this. Some people think that it might be a genetic-specific bioweapon targeting the Chinese in certain areas that basically have been rebelling against the government. I have no idea. I don't think so. I think that's a pretty big stretch. No, I've be. heard the they same have thing. The Ted, you to do that. Ted, let me jump in here with that. I've got mm-hmm. pretty reliable information that the provinces where this has the highest rate right now are in the progressive uh, that like Wuhan is very progressive. They don't like the Communist Party, and I don't think that's a coincidence. I don't either. And we have to realize that the creator of the U.S. bioweapon, basically, uh, you know, he, you know, the creator of the U.S. Bioweapons Act says the coronavirus is a biological warfare weapon. This is an explosive interview with Dr. Francis Boyle. And basically, he drafted the Biological Weapons Act back in the 80s underneath George Sr. And basically has given a detailed statement about this particular virus. It said that the 2019 coronavirus is an offensive biological weapon and that the World Health Organization already knows about it. Now, this is important, guys. This guy's a pretty big guy up there. He's pretty high up. He said the Wuhan BSL-4 lab was also specifically designed designated World Health Organization Research Lab, and Dr. Boyle contends that the who knows full and well what is occurring. Guys, this is some major stuff that's going on. And then we also have the guy, Charles Lieber. Now, Charles Lieber is an interesting guy. Charles Lieber basically has worked for Harvard. He's right now on administrative leave because he's basically under arrest, and basically I'm sure he's bonded out by now. But Charles Lieber has been arrested for collaborating with the Chinese to give them biological information about the research that he's done while he's been in this position at Harvard and several other universities. Now, let's go into his detail real quick. Charles Lieber was born in 1959. He's an American chemist, pioneer in the field of nanoscience and nanotechnology. I'm going to tie together nanotechnology and nanoscience in this second. In 2011, Lieber was recognized by Thomas Reuters, as the leading chemist in the world, remember Reuters is the Rothschild organization, and in the decade of 2000-2010, based on the impact of his scientific publications, Lieber has published over 400 papers in peer-reviewed scientific journals. In other words, this guy is a heavy, heavy, heavyweight when it comes to basically research and development. He is known for his contributions in the synthesis, assembly, and characterization of nanoscale materials. Now we're getting the smart dust. Smartness, I'll tie it together in a second, and nano devices. The application of nanoelectric devices in biology and as a mentor to numerous leaders of nanoscience. 
Okay, he, in, in 2012, Lieber was awarded Israel's Wolf Prize in Chemistry. Personally, he's Jewish and or he's, he's, he's raised Jewish. He's got close ties to Israel. To me, he'd be, I would not be surprised if he was not like Jeffrey Epstein and he was Mossad. In, in, in January 28, 2020, just a couple of days ago, Lieber was arrested on charges of making false statements to the U.S. Department of Health and to Harvard investigators regarding his participation in China's Thousand Talents program. The program was created by the Chinese government to provide world recognized scientists and researchers with research funds. In addition, his house was raided by the FBI. It goes on to say, I'm reading right from his Wikipedia page, Education and Research Philosophy. Born to a Jewish family, Lieber spent much of his childhood you know, doing stuff, and it talks about all the stuff that he's, here's, he's involved in. It talks about his career at Columbia University, which is basically the seat of the Frankfurt School that came over from Germany, from Goethe University in 1933 to bring communism and to basically dismantle the American family and patriotism and the nuclear family. But he's Lieber joined the Columbia University Department of Chemistry in 1987. He's assistant professor, associate professor before moving to Harvard as a full professor in 1992. He holds a joint appointment at Harvard University in the Department of Chemistry and Chemical Biology. Now, his research includes nanomaterial synthesis, nanostructure characterization, nanoelectronics, and nanophotonics. Remember, the entities that live in this next generation world around us, they thrive on what we call light photons. I could talk about that as far as with human sacrifice, not to show for that tonight. Nanotechnology assembly and computing. Now we're talking about D-wave computing and tying us together into a D-wave system in which everything's going to be interlocked through nanotechnology and smart dust. He also talks about, he also has to focus on nanoelectronics for biology and medicine. Personally, I'm going to go out on a limb here with you guys. I'm going to say that I personally believe, in my opinion, is my opinion, that he was probably picked and given this type of research stuff from what happened in 1947 with Roswell, what happened with the Viril Maidens, and what happened as far as the interdimensional entities that seem to run this planet, and he's been used by these things to further this advancement in science, and now he's had his little butt busted, and basically he's on administrative leave from Harvard. So let's see how much of this he's involved in, because remember, when we breathe in smart dust, this stuff attaches itself to our cells and our biology, and it is energized, because these are piezoelectric crystals, is energized by the system of electricity in our body, and it basically emits light light photons, turning you and me, Dave, into a read-write unit so they can track us. This guy's in the middle of all of this stuff. He's the leader in the world in this technology, apparently. So he's the one who was working with the Chinese, and he's now under arrest. What do you think, Dave? Well, I think that there are many avenues to this. Um, I will tell you that I know that the uh, bioweapons came from America to Ukraine into China. And I'm not at liberty yet. I will be soon uh, to disclose how I know that, who the players are. And besides, if anyone out there gets any ideas, they can quiet me down. Oh, no, the dead man switch is already in play. Um, so, yes, Ted, you are 100% correct. And uh, I'll even go one step further. What would a bioweapon do in America? It would destabilize the economy. What's Trump's advantage going into the election? The economy. Read between the lines. Well, you know, and it's much more advanced than that. You know, we got to remember when Otto Kahn, uh, you know, he, by the way, Otto Kahn built the second largest home in the United States back in the 
early 1900s. He was, you know, he was one of the founding banks, head of one of the founding banks of the Federal Reserve Bank that took over the, you know, the government printing of money in 1913. And and he's one of the guys that basically said that the communists, this group of people that are doing all those for these international banking cartels, these cabalists, control both sides of the narrative to the right and to the left. True. And the thing that's sad to me, Dave, is this, is that, you know, we still see the tale in foreign wars. We see all of this stuff still going on because money runs the planet. And basically, I believe that they know some stuff about Trump that he doesn't want anybody to know about. And he's being handled that way. I wish we could set him free of all that stuff and basically allow him just to do what he knows he can do as a president of the United States. But the problem is the bankers control it. They, they put $6 trillion, over $6 trillion into repo markets in the last couple of months, and they always do this. And the problem about it is, is that if you look under any rock, you always find these clowns because they're the ones that are the Kabbalists and the Luciferians. And people are always trying to blame it on one ethnic group. I tell it's not true. These guys are the guys that are these are the same. This is the same group of people that were the Druids. This is all the planet's being run by ancient Canaanite religions. Is what it is. You know, Amalek, Lucifer, you know, Asherah. Bail, all of the stuff. If you don't believe that, watch that ridiculous halftime ceremony from the Super Bowls past weekend and see who runs the planet. That'll show you that. Or you could say the guys who took down Building 7. That's the easiest way to do it instead of calling them the Illuminati or whatever because nobody knows what that means. Just say it's the guys who took down Building 7. That makes more sense than anything else. But guys, the World Health Organization has declared an international emergency on what's going on with this virus. And the other thing that we don't realize, Dave, is that it, it basically be spread through feces. And this, this is one thing, because what happens when your body gets sick, it's shedding the virus. It's in the intestinal tract also, and it's coming out alive in your feces. And you think, well, that's disgusting. Well, it is disgusting. How about this? How about look at San Francisco? There's human poop and feces all over the streets. Look at the camps all over L.A. and all over San Francisco with tens of thousands of people living homeless in these camps that basically have no running water or hygiene. Look at what happened with the Black Plague back in the 1300s when you know they say half of Europe, two-thirds of Europe may have actually died from the bubonic plague because they were living in these types of filthy squalor conditions. Guys, what we have here is a system basically that's on the brink of collapse in the United States because of the Democrats or because the, you can't really call them Democrats. You have to call them communists and what they've done as far as through the Frankfurt School and how they basically come in with their absolutely atavistic hatred of Jesus Christ and usurped what we as a nation once were and it's sad to me dave it really really is and now you got this clown this lieber basically giving away all this information involving all this nanotechnology etc cetera, etc cetera. and how do we know that this wasn't given to the chinese along with the virus information how do we know that he didn't give the chinese the information on nanotechnology also we don't know that they were paying him millions of dollars we don't know what they gave him and what technology he gave them and so we have to ask ourselves a question. There must be a much more nefarious reason for all of this, and I believe that's what's going on right now. Now, whether we basically are going to get this thing to a full-blown th in, in the United States, until I heard Francis Boyle today, I was about a three to five level as far as what the possibility was as far as it hitting here with 10 being the worst. After I listened to Francis Boyle today, he straight called it out as a bioweapon. I bumped it up to five to six. Now, stopping the air traffic coming out of China, quarantining these people like we should have done to start with, we may be able to mitigate a lot of this, and I hope we do. But in the meantime, you need to be taking D3, 
It's, it's inexpensive. It's like $20, $20 a bottle for 10,000 IUs. And also vitamin C, that's also inexpensive. And you need to also be taking the iodine, which is also inexpensive. And it's nascent iodine. It's a super high quality iodine. All of this stuff is available at the healthmasters.com website. We have it on part of our immune system protocol. In fact, it's called, it's called the Hagman Immune System, immune system Protocol. And if that's for our buddy Doug Hagman. So the reality is this, guys. If we don't take care of our bodies, and listen to me real quick, you got to stop eating sugar. The body has like an 80% reduction within minutes after you eat sugar of the immune system, and it lasts for up to four hours. So you, you have to stop eating sugar and complex carbon things like rice and potatoes, which act like sugar in the body. All those have the same effect. You need to eat really, really clean and take good supplements right now and build your immune system up. Because remember, 83% of the people exposed to this particular virus are coming down with it. And it has, it seems to have like a 15% less lethal. Many, many people have recovered from it, but more people have not recovered from it that are still suffering with it. We don't know what the true death rate is on this silly thing. And of course, it's not a silly thing, it's a horrible thing. And so we know my, my condolences to all the families around the world that are suffering and people are dying from this because I saw a video this morning, Dave, I don't know if you saw it or not, of a man walking through a Chinese hospital going out into a van filled with body bags and dead bodies throughout the entire hospital videotaping it. And you think, well, is that real? I don't know. I wasn't there. But the point is that is the potential of what we have going on right now when they're quarantining and cordoning off huge cities and stopping all transportation, all trains, all buses, and – a lot of the smaller towns in those areas are actually boarding up the doggone windows of their houses and putting bricks and stuff in the streets so people can't even come into the city who don't belong there because they don't want them trying to leave the bigger cities and bringing the disease into the smaller towns. This is a big, big mess in China, and not for one minute do I believe that somebody ate a bat or some other disgusting thing in a meat market and started this thing up. I believe it was that Wuhan laboratory. I believe that's where it, that, that, that level, four bio, level four biohazard laboratory you have to attach an umbilical to yourself, and it's, you stay in a positive air pressure suit. It's that dangerous. You got to go through a scrubber when you walk out. You got to hose your suit down. I mean, this is a big deal. This is a big, big deal when you work in a lab like that. And whether it was released intentionally or unintentionally, I have absolutely no idea. But all I know is that we all need to do everything we possibly can to strengthen our immune systems as quickly as we can. Dave, what do you think? Well, I, I, I think the horse is out of the barn. But you can only control what you can control. So now is better than nothing. The ideal thing was to have been in maximum condition before this hit. Um, but unfortunately, that horse uh, is gone. Like I said, what do I think we need to do? I think we probably need two weeks of self-quarantine in the homes. That's what I honestly think. Yeah, if we did that, if we actually shut the country down for two weeks and just let everybody who has been exposed to this run its course, that would stop it. You're right. But that's not going to happen, Dave, because the bankers run the world. If we have two weeks of quarantine, the stock market would go into a doggone free fall. Well, I guess it wouldn't go into a free fall because the market would be closed. Exactly. So, but, the, but, the, but, the, but, the, but the thing about it is but the vast majority of people, Dave, don't have a week's supply of food stored up in their home. They don't have it. Now, Mike had three months of food supply stored up in China, along with about six months worth of water in his house, in his apartment that he's in there. And he basically is doing everything he can now not to get out of the apartment, not to leave, not to go out. He said, when you go out, you know, there's like nobody on the streets. I read you his letter. He said it's gotten worse since he wrote me this letter. 
And see, what's funny about all of this is that, and not in a not in a funny sort of hysterical way, but in an ironic sense, is that you know, in America, we always want to believe that none of this stuff's ever going to come near us. Now, I know Psalm 91. I read it today on my show with Austin, and I and I, I read, you know, you know not, nothing shall come near us. I believe that we have to believe it. We have to stand in the shadow of the Almighty. I really do. It's supposed to be something like this. It says, "The pestilence shall not come near you." But guys, it's so important. Remember, in the Old Testament, when that was written, that Psalm was written. They were eating clean food. They weren't eating pork. They weren't eating shellfish. They weren't eating processed foods. They weren't eating stuff like that. And the people that he were he was writing to in that letter, they were already had very very strong immune systems. Remember, the first big persecution that took it happened with the Jewish people in Europe happened in the 1300s during the Black Death during the bubonic plague. Because the Jews in Europe weren't dying of the bubonic plague, and the Christians thought the Jews had poisoned their wells or poisoned them or put a curse on them because they were dying and the Jews weren't. That's because the main staple of that day was pork fat pie or lard pie, and it massively reduces the body's immune system to fight off infection and disease. The Jews didn't eat pork, so they didn't die from this bubonic plague in the kind of numbers that the Gentiles were dying from. And so they started thinking that the Jews were, like I said, putting curses on them or whatever, poisoning the wells. They started running them out of Europe. So it's really important to understand that our immune system, like Dave said a minute ago, is our principal defense in any of this stuff. And we've got to make sure we take care of our body, stay off the sugar, take the D3K2, take the potassium iodine, I'll take the vitamin C every single day. I recommend four to 6,000 milligrams of vitamin C right now. I take that every day. I recommend at least 10,000 I use D3 for the first month, along with a K2. And I recommend 12 to 25 milligrams of the potassium iodide right now. That'll supercharge your immune system in just a couple of weeks. And we may have a couple of weeks before the stuff starts hitting. And I hope and pray that stopping this air traffic in the China will take care of it. I really do. I mean, I really do right now. In, in, in Over in China, uh, this is from the Daily Mail. It says, how are we supposed to get home? Fury is the foreign office warns all 30,000 Brits in China to leave as a death hole told his 427, but tells them, find your own way back and stops all the flights going into the country. I mean, that's, that's kind of a crazy thing to do, but these guys should have left weeks ago. They shouldn't be still sitting there. I don't know why they're still hanging out over there, why they're doing all that, but it's entirely up to them. America and Delta, you know, denies, you know, has stopped the flights. The U.S. is denying entry to any foreign national who has visited China over the past two weeks, while United joins Delta and American Airlines suspending all flights to China due to the coronavirus. And guys, let me tell you what the, the Air, Pil- Air Pilots Union did. They sued America. American Airlines. They started. They, they filed a lawsuit on them because they were still forcing their pilots to go into Europe, into, into China. They said, "No, absolutely not. We're not going to take these planes over there." And everybody has seen that picture now that was on Drudge of that airline captain sitting in the seat of his look like a 747, being the picture with him in a full hazmat suit and goggles and a respirator, a mask on, not to breathe the air in the airplane. So. If you've got something scheduled the next few weeks and you've got to fly somewhere, you might want to just try to delay it a little bit. And if you're going to plan on going on a cruise right now, I would probably really pull the plug on a cruise. If you did go on a cruise right now, we'd better to do it now than it would be in two weeks. I know that another that Carnival has already admitted now that one of their ships had somebody who was diagnosed positive with the coronavirus, and we know it can lay on the surfaces of things for four to five you know days. And this is the problem with the feces because if it's being transmitted via feces, coliform or feces the problem is, is that when people don't 
wash their hands after they use the bathroom. They basically touch everything. They touch the toilet handle. They touch the door. They touch the faucets or whatever. And when you walk back out of that bathroom, you could have somebody else's fecal coliform on your hands or poop on on your hands that can be contaminated with this doggone coronavirus. Make sure when you go to the bathroom, you don't touch anything. Use the sinks. You know, basically they have the. Hopefully they they will turn on by themselves. Use a paper towel to touch anything you do in there, and make sure you turn the water on if you have to turn the water on. Then wash your hands. Get a paper towel to turn the water off, and use the towel to open the door to leave. And be very, very, very careful around sick people because you don't know what in the world they have. Especially when they're sneezing and hacking and coughing and acting like they're about to die, trying to cough up a lung. You don't know what they've got. Just stay away from that. If you're in church and somebody starts coughing and hacking behind you, get up and move. And if you're sick, don't go to church. Just leave people out of your loop right now because this thing is too serious, especially for the elderly and for the young or who are immune impaired, Dave. This is yeah. a very, very dangerous problem. Yeah, I, listen, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I had a conversation with a friend today, and I said, you know, 35,000 people die each year from the flu, but it's generally not killing healthy people. It's killing people who already are ill, near death, compromised immune systems. And I said, now let's extrapolate that to this coronavirus. I said, I suspect the same thing is true, just making an educated guess, but we don't know what's happening in the mutations that are going on with this virus. Can you address that? Yes, Dave, the, the mutations, uh, they're a major problem. Uh, they, they really are because you don't see the problem with the mutations. If you come down with something like this coronavirus and it mutates after it leaves your body and you develop antibodies against it and you get through it and you're basically okay, you can catch it again. That's the problem with it. That means your body already has a compromised immune system and now you can actually come down with it again. That's why it's so important to get your immune system beefed up. It's so important to take your supplements right now and eat clean and stay off the doggone sugar because guys – you don't want to have this twice hit you. You don't want to have that happen. You don't want to be in a situation where I'm already got a compromised immune system because I just got over this stuff and now this stuff's going to hit me again. That's no good. That's really, really, really bad, Dave. So you're absolutely right. It's one of those things that you got to start thinking through and make people realize that, hey, this is a this is a major issue we got going on right now. So we really need to figure out what we want to do with this and how we want to handle it. I mean, do you guys want to, you want to pretend like it's no big deal and that nothing's happened and whatever whatever is whatever i mean you could i guess you i guess you could do that but the, the problem is if you do it that way guys here's the problem what if you're wrong what if this thing's really really bad what if this is a situation where you know this thing's gonna have an unbelievably high death rate 15 20 30 percent and all of a sudden you know a third of the planet half the planet dies and all of a sudden now we have that big reset like the Deagler report did. Remember the Deagler report a few years ago, Doug, uh, Dave? They said that by, what, 2025, the United States would be down like 60 to 100 million people? I mean, where in the heck did those numbers come from? And why in the world are we involved, you know, you know, with some type of virus like that that has the potential of doing that? I mean, this, this, is, this is some crazy stuff to look to look at let's let's look at this head of this harvard chemistry department real quick and the two chinese nationals charged with trying to steal american research and technology and i believe this also goes to the nanotechnology like i mentioned earlier from what his wikipedia page says so the trump administration is cracking down on chinese academic and corporate espionage and has made several areas of arrest of suspects including a harvard professor and two chinese nationals who may have funneled information to china charles lieber 
a chair of Harvard's Department of Chemistry and Chemical Biology, was arrested on charges of lying to investigators about being paid up to 50000 a month by Wuhan University of Technology. This is going into the 5G and the smart dust of the nanotechnology from 2012 to 2017 and receiving more than $1.5 million to establish a lab. Critics observed that Lieber's actions look like an attempt at espionage with generous monetary reward. In a separate case, Yang Yi, a lieutenant in Chinese people, Liberation Army, concealed her foreign military service to gain entry into the U.S. as a researcher. She's accused of sending U.S. documents to China and assessing U.S. military websites under orders from the Chinese military. She's not yet been arrested. She's returned to China. Another Chinese national, Yasun Jing, a medical student, was charged with attempting to smuggle 21 vials of biological materials out of the country in a sock in his luggage before a flight to China. Authorities say that Zeng later confessed to having stolen the vials from Beth Israel Hospital. What the heck, Dave? We've got these guys sneaking around our country, stealing stuff, giving it to other countries, and now they're finally getting busted for it. i got to give Trump kudos for that. But guys, what in the world's going on? What are they, they, if they? If they're telling us all this stuff, Dave, what in the world are they not telling us? What do you think, bud? What do you think they're not telling us, Dave, if they're willing to admit to all of this stuff? I, I'm hesitating here because I remember my good friend Annie DeRiso, who used to be my news director, once said to me on air, what aren't they lying to us about? And there's lies of omission, there's lies of commission, and I think we're getting a little of both. In fact, I've got information that says that from 72 hours to within a week, a uh, covert meeting of the Senate Intelligence Committee last week put forth a directive to social media platforms to not allow any alternative media sites to publish anything on the virus. In other words, oh, I, what they're yeah. censoring, Ted? is what they want to hide. You censor what you want to hide. Well, that's exactly right. In fact, it's interesting. Some of the major sources that I was using for the coronavirus information that I was posting on our Health Pastors website aren't even talking about it anymore. You know, one of them that barely even rent, barely even registers anything anymore with it is, you know, Breitbart. They don't even talk about it. You know, Drudge is cut way back. And, you know, then you can say, well, it's because the people are getting, you know, they're getting overloaded with this. They can't deal with it anymore. No, oh, they don't want us to know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if all of a sudden, if you told us that a million people were infected in China right now, and we already had 100,000 dead, you know, it would get everybody's attention. Now, I'm not saying those are the numbers, but I'm saying if, if that was the numbers and we found that out, then all of a sudden we'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. If it gets over here, it's going to do the same thing. You know, we can't do that. Or you know, if a million people are infected in Hundred fifty thousand are dead. I mean, if, if those kind of numbers actually started happening, Dave, you know, with a death rate that high, you know, we would see an unbelievable apocalyptic fallout of the stock market and productivity out of China, and we would have a massive global currency money monetary reset. I mean, of course, think about this for a second. Is that what these guys are trying to hide? These people like who set up set up the Federal Reserve. Bank in the early 1900s, like Otto Kahn and all those guys who started that, that are long gone and dead. Are there are there are there, are there agents or their heirs of these groups of people that are involved in this? Have they done so much with the six trillion dollars they've already dumped now into the repo market? They don't know what to do, and the whole thing's about to have an economic reset. We know that multiple banks in Switzerland now are already working on going in a global digital currency. No more money. Are we going to be told now that money is so nasty because it has a coronavirus? 
virus on it, that we can't handle money safely, that we can't handle cash anymore, that we have to go to a digital society because of something like this. Any of these things could happen. They could all be precipitating incidences that could create this type of persuasion, should I use that word, to the general population to accept what they were going to have done to them and not say much about it, especially if the death count gets high enough. Dave, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know, Ted. Yeah, I don't even I mean, honestly, let me tell you what my greatest hope is, okay? Let me, let me answer your question this way. My greatest hope is that in the subsequent mutations that will take place, the transmissibility rate and the death rate will go down dramatically. And as it sweeps America, it'll be a shadow of what it is in China. That's what I hope. Best case scenario. What I fear is we're going to be China 2.0. I hope not, Dave. I mean, that's why we'll continue to give people updates. You know, my show, your show. By the way, Gordon Shang now is saying that the China is overwhelmed yeah. and are deliberately falsifying the coronavirus death toll. So authorities in China say that 425 people have died from a coronavirus outbreak in that country, <laughs> but one expert says the number represents, represents a false estimate fabricated by a country notorious for secrecy and censorship because that number is far too low. Gordon Chang, author of the book The Coming Collapse of China, said Monday on Tucker Carlson Tonight. He goes on to say, he's basically said, uh, he claimed that the local authorities have just lost the ability to pick up corpses due to the breakdown in government. So really what we have right now is a completely overwhelmed, he said. They're not a- able to keep accurate statistics. So what we are witnessing is essentially a breakdown in government and keeping accurate numbers. And guys, I've, been, I've read that they're actually not even counting the bodies any longer. They're bringing them directly to crematoriums to have them incinerated, and they're not even going into the death statistics that these that these crematoriums are going nonstop now to burn the bodies to ash so these bodies won't be infected. Because remember, the dead body is still carrying live coronavirus. We saw this with the bubonic plague back in the 1300s when they used to have catapults and search and siege engines. They would try to go in and take cities, and they'd have walls around the cities, and what they would do, they would take a body that had been that had died of the black death of the plague, and they would hurl the body over the walls and let it explode on the other side to, to spread the pathogens. So what they're trying to do now is they're trying to basically burn the bodies over there as quickly as they possibly can. So who knows what's going on in China? All I know is my buddy is scared to death over there. He's a big guy. He's like six foot seven. He's staying hunkered down in his house right now. Then he want to go outside and said it's 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 pretty doggone frightening over there what's happening. And the guys, China has been, like this article says, this is from Fox News, has been notorious in not telling people the truth and being secretive about all the stuff that goes on behind the doors in China. Because remember, China is a communist country. I mean, they already routinely harvest organs from prisoners and sell the hearts and the lungs and the kidneys all over the world. People go to China now to get an organ transplant or a heart transplant or a lung transplant or a kidney transplant. They can find a match like immediately if you've got the cash. Why? They just find somebody who's got your blood type blood match. They go ahead and just start pulling body parts out. You think, well, they wouldn't do that. Come on, guys. They actually do this. I'm not making this stuff up. But the problem is, is that now they're overwhelmed because remember, this is a communist godless regime. This is the same group of people that bring basically went to Russia back in the early 1900s and overtook Russia over a period of about 20 years. These are the Sabbatan Kabbalists, Luciferians, the Rothschilds. This is that group of people, basically the Druids. This is the synagogue of Satan. This is that group that worships Lucifer, the guys who put on the halftime show for us the other night, and also the guys that took down Building 7. It's always the same clowns. But the reality is this. These guys don't have 
the moral, how should I say, direction, compass, or fiber that you and I have, Dave, or your listeners have, these guys are out there only for themselves because they're doing everything they can to bring back their serpent god. They actually worship a snake in a tree called Einsop, if you can believe that, and it's all part of their Kabbalah rituals. And the sad part about all of this is that Christians don't really understand that this is going on, and they're following blindly Hollywood. I mean, I, I told my listeners today, I said, DR, yesterday, I said, why would you watch the Super Bowl halftime ritual? Why would you put that into your mind or into your children's mind? Why would you watch something like that if you know the Super Bowl is rigged anyhow, if you know the NFL is listed as entertainment, not as a sport, and you know that basically everything that happens with the NFL is pretty much a rig, why would you spend money going to that game why would you want to see that game and why would you sit through one of those you know satanic halftime shows dave well ridiculous it, <laughs> i did not watch the halftime show i confess to watching a good part of the game and i have to tell you uh the devil's what is that the idle mind is the devil's workshop but i do admit i did watch the game and uh, i was entertained but i won't watch these halftime shows i, I heard that they refused at the super bowl ads for pro-life and pro-gun second amendment but uh they allowed j-lo to grab her private parts on camera they did i, mean, I, I didn't I, see it but that's what no, i know i know i saw the pictures of it and yes that is true but i won't i won't put the symbol see remember when they use the illuminati symbol as like she's making the, the baphomet horns over her head and they've got people worshiping her and kissing her at her feet they're basically seeing her as a god and that she when she puts her arms over her head that's symbolizing the horns of baphomet or they're basically lucifer there's this stuff that they worship this weird stuff they're involved in and when you see this kind of stuff you know, you realize who's running the planet. Because remember, the Rothschild banking cartel, through its interlocking corporate directorships and, you know, the outright stock purchases, have kept the entire stock market afloat, especially controlling almost all the major, uh, you know, houses as far as investment houses. And what they're doing is they, what they always did, like it did in 1929, they're inflating the currency. They're buying stuff up left and right, and then they'll contract the inward money supply because if they took away the repo loans right now, the entire market would collapse internally because it doesn't have enough money to sustain itself. They did the same thing they did back in 2006, 2007, 2008. They did it again, but this time it's much worse because the loans are much higher. And the debt's much higher, and the derivatives are much higher. And see, this is the same. This is the same guys who do all of this stuff. I personally believe they're they're neck deep in this whole thing with the coronavirus. By, by the way, Hong Kong confirms here it is, second non-mainland China coronavirus death as hospital workers strike, and over two hundred thousand people are under observation. Wow, guys! I remember Hong Kong was the basically the apex of the spear, the point of the spear of the resistance against mainland China and the communist country. They've been fighting and fighting and arguing in there and, and you know, protesting there for, gosh, close to a year now, I guess. And now all of a sudden China has 200,000 people under observation. You talk about a buzzkill for a group of people to be out in public coughing and hacking on each other and protesting, throw some coronavirus in there, nobody wants to go outside. So it will do one thing, it will calm all those protesters down over there in China, and it will probably allow the state to come in and put even more martial control and basically medical martial law into place and even allow those to bring in more people for organ transplants, I guess, Dave. What do you no, think? No, no. Oh, I just had this discussion before we went on air. Um, I wrote in October of 2014 about medical martial law camps 
They arose out of an executive orders from, oh, uh, was it uh, uh, G.W. Bush to Obama, who expanded it. And they could basically put you away for a sniffle. And then out of this arose an agreement between Human Health Services and the U.N., and they were doing uh, camps, and they talked about how they transport the people to the camps and having private ambulance contracts and all this. And then they talked about the agencies associated with the camps. So I went through them. There are 17 federal agencies involved, uh, well, include the UN, so 16, including the UN. And what's interesting about this, Ted, is uh, not one of them is a medical institution. No CDC, no NIH, no Doctors Without Borders. In other words, when they send you to the camp, they're sending you to die. That's right. And I read another article. So the hospital had said that the hospitals in China have or they're not really hospitals anymore. They're hospice centers that people are just going there to die. Yeah, with that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Tim. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's, it's crazy what's what's happening, David, you know, because it's a mess. But, but in the meantime, Christians clap and cheer as Jennifer Lopez replaces Jesus on the cross in the Super Bowl halftime ceremony and his worship as the goddess of sex. I mean, this this is I just pulled this up for the Super Bowl while you were talking. I mean, I mean, you know, during the show, Lopez put herself on a pole dance performance, presented herself as a sex object for the world to watch, you know, simulated worship, bowing down before her, her up on a cross. But, you know, then if you look at all the Baphomet horn stuff they have, it's unbelievable. I've got I've posted this article. If you'd like to read it at the healthmasters.com. Go to healthmasters.com website and go to the news stories and you can see all of this mm-hmm. stuff going on right there this is from the reformation charlotte.org guys this is a major problem that we have in the united states that christians are actually involved in all of this stuff and actually promoting it and cheering as this stuff is being set forth before them and the reason that's happened and i've talked about this many times on your show is how many churches in the united states have compromised they don't teach repentance they don't talk about the blood of christ and they don't talk about changing your life after you get saved dave what do you think Oh, well, we have charlatans. I mean, we have uh, tax-exempt churches run by greedy pastors to a large extent, and they're there to pull money from the flock, and they're not willing to challenge the critical issues of the day. I can remember going to church in the 90s, and we would have protest marches in front of abortion clinics, and that pretty much has all disappeared from most American churches today. That's right, Dave, because it doesn't fill the pews. I uh, could tell you stories because I've, I've, I know a lot of international pastors who have big churches, 10, 15, 20, 30,000 members. And I've actually been on their TV shows before. And I've been behind the scenes with them. This is back in the 90s and about 15 years ago. And I actually did a lot of fundraising for them, you know, using our Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy program or one of our CDs or books or whatever. And then I started realizing how corrupt they were. Some of these guys, they don't have a plane they have a fleet of jets mm-hmm. a fleet okay some of them don't have a house they have 25 mansions around the country and the way they do that is because of the 5013c corporation they're able to accrue all the money they're given and not pay any income tax on anything and put all of these assets in the ministry name there's no property tax there's no sales tax there's none of this stuff with these guys mm-hmm. they pretty much just have this incredible lifestyle of fame and fortune and they're treated by their parishioners if they're gods. I, I knew one in, in, in Atlanta. He's dead now, probably died of AIDS. And he had a huge church. And then a bunch of the men, boys in the church, who he had sodomized when they were 16 years of age, started suing him. Because all of a sudden we find out now he's a giant pedophile sodomite. 
I mean, I saw it. I mean, I was in the middle of all, all that with these clowns, but in Atlanta. And I thought to myself, what the heck, man? Why does that have to happen? I, I know another guy owned a major dead TV network. He's dead now, too. And he had an affair with his male chauffeur and had to pay the chauffeur off. And you think, what the heck? Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. So if you're going to church, do yourself a favor. Support your local pastor. Support your local church. Don't be going out and sending a bunch of money to some TV evangelist who basically will never see you if you ever have an emergency or if you need somebody to come home and come to your house and pray for you. They're not going to come. I'm telling you that right now. They're not going to be there. They're, no, they're, 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 they're not. not. They're not going to show up. And if you have to have somebody preach a funeral, they're not going to show up. So you'll be stuck getting a rental preacher you know, for a funeral because these guys won't show up because and you've given them all your money. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen, Dave. Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, Ted, in the time we have left, uh, among a lot of things, I want to do one thing in particular. I want to review the protocols you rushed through earlier in the show about what people should be doing to prepare themselves naturally because prescription medications will be on short supply, uh, I think, much longer from now. And so talk about what Health Masters offers the average person. Well, we have a full line of nutraceutical supplements. We use an FDA-registered drug laboratory to manufacture our stuff. We have the super high-quality products. Uh, you know, if you're going to get vitamin D3, get lanolin D3 from sheep's wool. That's number one. Don't get the synthetic D. Uh, make sure you combine that with K2. Now, if you go to the drugstore, you may get a 50 IU or 100 IU capsule of D3. Well, yeah, mine's 10,000. That's just the difference as far as this, how much how they work. And so the vitamin C, the same thing you want to score a buffered C or maybe something with rose hips or anything that's buffered that's going to allow you to absorb the vitamin C more efficiently without creating too much acidity for you. That's really, really important. Even calcium ascorbate that, that you can take, you know, four or 5,000 milligrams a day without creating diarrhea. Really, really important to know your sources and know it's non-GMO. Really important for that. And also the third thing is potassium nascent iodine. And what it does basically, it allows you to, you know, really build up your thyroid. And in the event of a nuclear fallout, you know, we hear people taking, you know, iodine tablets. But the reality is it's so good for your thyroid on a regular basis. A lot of people have sluggish thyroids. They have hypothyroidism or they gain a lot of body weight or whatever. If you take the iodine, in many cases, it'll help you get that weight back off and speed your metabolism back up. Plus, it's amazing what it does for the immune system. You can also take vitamin A. It's not part of my immune system protocol because you get a lot of that if you think, take things like cod liver oil. So I don't believe the vitamin A is that it's important for the immune system. But I think these other three are the centerpieces of the immune system. That's why I don't put the A in there because most people are taking some type of omega-3 fat with the vitamin A in it already anyhow. So it's so important, though, guys, that this is done on a regular basis. And you got to cut the sugar out. you got to cut the pork out. Now, I know a lot of you guys love pork. And I tell you what, I, I love pork, too. I just don't eat it. I haven't eaten you know, in almost 40 years. I just don't, just don't do it. Guys, it's just not a healthy meat to eat. You know, use grouper, eat grouper, red snapper, orange ruffy. You can have beef for heaven's sakes. Have chicken, have anything like that. But, but, you know, but don't eat pork products ever. And don't eat any luncheon meats that contain sodium nitrite because they react with stomach acid to form nitrosamines and can actually increase the risks of colorectal cancer because you don't want your body immune system impaired. It's very, very important that you guys understand that. And stay away from the diet sodas and all that junk, too, which we've talked about so many times on the show, Dave. Oh, yes, we have. Uh, Ted, we're just about out of time, my friend. And um, I just wanted to give out uh, information about your show. It runs Monday through Friday on Global Star Radio Network. At what time? It airs multiple times a day. It airs we it's live from ten to eleven AM Eastern Standard Time. We also it's also airs again from three 
to 4 Eastern Standard Time, and it airs again on Global Star from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. It also airs, uh, yes, so, 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 so that it airs three times on the, on the Global Star Radio Network. If you go to the healthmasters.com website, you can actually get a direct link okay. directly to the and show, Ted, to the archives. On that, we got to hold it right there, my friend. Healthmasters.com, common five is the code to get the 5% off. Ted, great job. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me, buddy. Take care, everybody. We'll see everybody back here again tomorrow. Thanks.